Good morning, everyone, and welcome. It's it's 8.30 p.m., Lorraine, so it's not morning, but let's just say hello. I didn't know how else to start. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrea Tomlinson, still. And this is Just Watch It. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we let's first start off by saying we realized the audio quality was not ideal in the last couple episodes so we hope this one sounds better we did lots of various testing yes (laughs) tried a lot of different things so i hope it at least sounds better Um, yeah i'm surprised we're in the middle of a pandemic and like a simple solution has not been arranged for us yeah yeah (laughs) um so i'm i'm hoping that people other than my parents and our boyfriends are not the only ones who are going to hear this and other people didn't get scared away by the audio quality. I was just dying laughing because all I, all my boyfriend said about Frankenstein was it was funny, but the audio quality, I was like, I know we're working. And like, as I'm trying to tell him we're working on it and like that it was driving us bonkers and that like I can, I do interrupt. That is part of me that I'm working on. But I don't interrupt Andrea to the degree where I laugh before she even says anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because we're recording remotely, we think that the two like audio lines we're somehow got disconnected up. and we are not advanced enough to figure out how to split those and refix them. So <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I I was listening to it. I was like, there was literally a part where I was like, beginning of sentence, Lorraine, laugh, me, joke. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, it isn't just Lorraine like really rushing Andrea along. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so we're working on it. Um, yes. Yeah, but I'm excited this week, Andrea. You're going to be watching Stardust. Are you excited? I'm excited because before you said that there was like a lot of crazy stuff that happened. And I don't know anything about this other than that I've definitely scrolled past it and saw Michelle Pfeiffer and been like, what the heck is this? (laughs) I know that's not how you say it. I just had to get one out there. Um, (laughs) But I'm a pH or an F. You don't get to put both together. (laughs) But uh, I assume I based on the name and the sparkles on the cover, it, it looked like a kid's movie. So when you you brought this one up before we even started like recording the podcast ever when we had the idea you were like oh have you seen this so um and i was I feel like, like it's a bit of like an adult kids movie but uh, i mean i think I, I think you'll see and you'll i hope you'll appreciate i don't it. know anything I, I don't know anything about it so i haven't watched it in years like honestly since it like first came out and you know i I wanted to see it, and then at some point we like rented it or something, and I was like, "Oh, this is like a funny surprise." So, yeah, I mean, um, it'll be nice to just chill. I had a hectic weekend moving, so yeah. How did that go? Uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. The we hired movers who You're so I, bougie, but um, yeah. Towards the end, they or when they were wrapping up, you know the the guy in charge kind of goes um leave us a good like yelp review he's like okay and he said that once and i was like i thought like yeah i did a good job maybe, maybe i will and then they just keep <laughs> like he kept being like 
if all of you have accounts, you you can do it. Like pointing at each of each of us, be like, yeah, yeah. If you have an account, you can you can go do it. And like, there was a point like we were, you know, signing the contract and stuff. And like, I don't think he would have left. Like he, he was literally like, my roommate was like, oh, I wrote one, and he was like, well, I don't see it yet. I was like, you oh can't just. <laughs> And he was sitting there, and then luckily, I had unplugged the Wi-Fi simply because, like, there's w- that one cord that sticks way out, and I wanted to make it easier when they were moving big furniture around to not have that sticking out, and I was like, we'll put it back in later. So mm-hmm. I had unplugged it, and then he was, she, she was like, oh, it's not going because of the Wi-Fi. And, like, I think because of that was, like, the only reason he was like, okay, well, that's why I don't see it yet. Like, he was like, mm, well, it's not loading, or I don't see it yet. I, I tried refreshing Oh like, my god. Like they were oh. very like before that we'd even really had a chance to even like take inventory of like how well Get did settled this into the house go. and like yeah. how much did you break? Like <laughs> yeah. um although I don't think they broke anything, so but so that was funny, but So the I coaster know. was my fault, you're saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's what we think. <laughs> um that's fine. I kind of put it in that box unprotected, but I thought I just like carried it out to the car, set it in the car, and then carried it into the house. So yeah, we no idea. A, discovered a broken coaster that came from Lorraine's old apartment. That coaster of all of our initials, and now although Anthropology <laughs> made that coaster for not sponsored for like four years, they don't make them anymore. So, <laughs> um, well, I'm almost finished settling into my place but I did have a real shocker the other day where I went to walk out of the house and I'm in like I'm near the coast now and like very close to the woods so there are a lot more fucking spiders oh no and I've been meaning I bought poison and I've been meaning to like go spray around the doors and stuff and then one of the back doors goes like opens up uh, like under a upper deck patio and like all the spiders live under there so i want to like spray that i walk out the front door and i see the spider it's like in slow motion hanging down like directly in front of my face but like you're just walking out the door and i see it happening and i see it swing and my (laughs) boyfriend luckily grabbed me by the jacket and like pulled me back in the house but the spider was swinging at that point like it it caught the wind and everything oh my god i freaked out so bad that i like started like like panic crying oh my god (laughs) i have walked into spider webs and stuff before but do spiders out here are gnarly and ugly and the poor spider was probably very scared too because he's like stayed in a ball and didn't want to come out and i was like crawl up to the ceiling so i can kill you he's like (laughs) i've been seeing what you did to all my spider webs and I saw that you put up fake ones on Halloween. Rude. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I definitely got him to crawl back up, killed him, and then stood back and sprayed the whole door. And left his body out so the other spiders would saw what happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, oh, that spider was in my face. I had like a full-blown panic attack. Oh, my God. It wasn't just like a normal one. It was like one of those ones that like really, I don't know. It wasn't normal. Like, real real crunchy. Oh, no. A crunchy boy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to, to you seeing this place because there's a lot of quirks in it. 
<laughs> if you think there's a lot of quirks in yours, then you're going to love mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the shower is the most bizarre shower. Like, we've all been in weird showers or whatever where you're like, oh, this is how you make it hot. This is how you turn it off. But this one was, like, so weird to the point where, like, I, like, almost had to go back out in a towel and be like, I think this is broken. I cannot. Like, the most bizarre shower. <laughs> and then, like, every night at midnight like there's a spot in the living room that just gets cold and this ghostly pale girl in colonial garb shows up and she says help me <laughs> and then she fades away no, no just explain kidding, the that shower one. i want to know what, the- <laughs> what is so hard about the shower um you'll, <laughs> you'll just have to see when you come over here it's gonna be a point. test for me I am, yeah, I'm definitely. And then test I'm get, you. so I'm gonna go on, to, on YouTube study shower. No, it's not fun starters. that way. No, that's not uh, as fun. You have to pretend we, like you're in a hotel. <laughs> we as kids had these ones that my dad put in that were so funny because if we didn't remember to tell people, we would just hear the water like running, 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 like while they were trying to figure out how to make the shower turn on. <laughs> And it's because what you pull, you know, like normally there's that little like, like knob on top of the like bath faucet. Yeah. And people like pull that up and that makes the shower come out. Mm -hmm. Well, this one, the nozzle where the water came out, like the circle where the water came out, you pulled down on that hidden thing. (laughs) It doesn't look like anything. And so people just, (laughs) it would always take, you know, like the water would be running and my mom would be like, well, did you? Did you tell him how to use the shower? She's like, well, go wait by the door then. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> eventually they'd get embarrassed enough there. They'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I can't believe you were more interested in the sh- so interested in the shower that you completely brushed over my colonial girl ghost joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would have left it at, there's this spot in the living room that gets really cold. I would have been like, tell me more. It's haunted. But. Oh. Then you then you just made it sound like the ghost on the airplane wing of um, the Bridesmaids. airplane on Bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Churning milk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Um, well. Yeah. Shall, shall we go watch, we go watch this? Yeah. All right. We're, we're going to be watching independently again, unfortunately. Hopefully, we'll be reunited soon. Maybe someday. All right. Let's go watch Stardust. And we're back. We've watched Stardust, which is really not what I expected. What a roller coaster. Yay! I'm glad you were at least surprised because honestly, me watching it this time, I feel like I'd hyped it up for myself. And it was it was still good and funny, but without the surprises, it's like maybe less exciting. But it, there's a lot of surprises. And there's so many like st- like famous people in it i was like is that this person is that that person like one of the guys who who's you know we'll just uh i'll mention him when we get there okay yeah no there are a ton of famous people in it so i was just like this should have done better than it did but it does have really good ratings like online yeah that was what i was gonna ask you is this like well like i literally only ever like just happened to see the cover and scroll past this on netflix like that was the only way i'd ever even heard of it 
before you, but I didn't know what it was about or anything. Like, was this like really fake? Like, to have a lot of people seen this, I guess is my question. I feel you know? like it it didn't do very well. Um, but like, it's actually kind of funny. I think this is the first time I've seen this. IMDb is seven point six out of ten. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes is seventy six percent, which is the same number. And on <laughs> Facebook, it's four out of five, which is. 80%. It's like the closest you could be on all of them. Wow. And then on Google, it's like 89% liked it. So, I mean, it did pretty... I think, like, people... If you watched it, I think people liked it. But um, the box office did $137 million, And the budget was maximum $88.5 million. So, I mean, I guess it wasn't, like, the total dud. But... Some money, yeah. Interesting. It was well well received by test audiences. There um, were just like so many people that kept popping up that I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I mean, it seems like it did pretty well. Roger, but okay, Roger e- Ebert only gave it two and a half out of four stars. Oh, <laughs> he criticized he criticized the pacing and um, as being cluttered and unfocused. Uh, I don't know about that. I will say I was surprised when we sat down to watch it. I was like, holy shit, this movie's over two hours. It (laughs) is long. So it was so funny because my boyfriend wasn't going to stay for the whole thing. He was like, I'm just going to stay for a little bit. But he ended up staying for the whole thing. And then it was just so funny because like I paused it at one point because I realized I like missed a plot point. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, And... I was like, there's 38 minutes left. <laughs> like, this is a very long movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like it did pretty well. But, yeah, it was. Uh, it does say that they had an idea for Stardust 2, but the first film was not financially successful enough. Aw. Maybe because they blew on their bu- all their budget on, like, such high um, caliber actors. But, I mean, you can't blame them for that. It, it they, was good. They, um yeah high caliber actors and and um magic green light shooting out of fingers <laughs> they took a note from disney there <laughs> keep that lime green theme yeah. <laughs> um okay so we start off and gandalf is narrating and I was like, is what? it really yeah, it's Ian McKellen, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so Gandalf okay, so is narrating. So it's like one I, more. I hope people have figured out by now that we rarely know the names of the characters. They either go by the character that they are famous for or their actual celebrity name. Oh, or I, if I they're not sure. known well enough, then they get their character's <laughs> name right. I for sure wrote Star Girl throughout this whole movie. My oh, notes. I didn't even write that. I just drew a star. Okay, so we'll get to Claire Dane soon. Uh, okay, so Gandalf is narrating, and he's narrating stuff. And you find out that there's this town called wall and like on the other like it's called that because there's a big wall basically like the wall in game of thrones except a lot it's a very small and easily easily hoppable yeah yes yeah and there's a guy who guards it who's a thousand and (laughs) so and the reason he guards it is because there's like a magical land on the other side and so i thought 
because the place he's guarding almost sort of has like a little dip in the stone. So Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that like, maybe I thought it was like a portal to another world. I didn't realize it's like the equivalent of like, there's a fence in between here and Mexico. Like that's what it is. Like I thought that it was like a magical portal or something, but like people just go cross and back and it's no problem. Like I thought that was why it was guarding it. Cause like it was very dangerous or something. I mean, I think it's kind of portally like, like, is it? Yeah, okay. I don't know because I don't know. Like, why don't they hop over anywhere else? I I don't know. Yeah. The wall is only like five and a half feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you just bring another friend or or a little chutzpah or a wooden ladder back then in olden times, <laughs> um. But so this this guy na- this guy this like young kid sort not kid not little kid like a I don't know twenty year old young guy. adult. <laughs> young adult marrying marriageable age back then so he was probably like 17 (laughs) okay yeah so he wants to go see what's over there and so he like goes he tries to get over the wall and the guard guy's like no but then he just sprints past me and he gets over it and so and then he's like whoa it's magical kingdom there's like all this crazy stuff there's like a jar of eyeballs that are looking around There's like a lot of weird stuff. He's in like and a market. It's like a like a magical yes. marketplace. Yes, in the bazaar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he meets a girl who I thought she was a prostitute because like another woman was like, keep it moving or something like that. And and then um, but she says that she's a princess and she gives him a thing. They said a glass flower, but it just looks mm-hmm. like a regular flower. Maybe that's the name. Um and in exchange for a kiss, because he didn't have any money. And so she kisses him, and then they just go to the back of her little cart and have sex. And I was like, isn't this a kid's movie? It moved uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes back home. And so I was like, oh, okay, so this there isn't, like, an issue with being able to get back or anything like that. Well, and, and she's chained to the cart, so she can't Yes, yes, so she's chained to the cart with, like, a magic chain that, even if you cut it, it just, like, fuses itself back together. Yeah, and yeah, he so cut, like, like, a piece of it off and took it with him, but, yeah. So, like, yeah, so she's, she's a like, slave, a slave. Basically. She's not a prostitute. Um, no. So then... He's at home, at back in the in Wall in his home, and nine months later, a baby gets dropped off. That is named Tristan. That is from his little Trist. <laughs> Very good pun. <laughs> I didn't even write that. I thought of it just now. Good job. Um, so you know, fast forward now, the kid Tristan, who is played by the actor who was Daredevil in Netflix's Daredevil. Um. <laughs> Wouldn't and he has the, he has those he has the eyes where I was like whoa his eyes are so lively like because they look so dead usually in the show because he's like playing a blind guy <laughs> oh no um, <laughs> but um so he like works at a shop and he's a shop boy and there's a girl that he likes named Victoria not who, a pet shop boy just a shop boy. Yeah. So he and this girl Victoria, I thought looked a lot like Taylor Swift, actually. Um, but she's a bitch. And Get out of here. <laughs> what? Not Taylor Swift. No, I know it's not Taylor Swift, but she. I I said it looks like. I thought it looked like her. I think you're talking uh, about Sienna Miller. <laughs> yeah. Is that if the name sounds familiar? Is that a famous person? I like. Yeah. She's also. 
I like looked at what she was in and I was like, I didn't see anything that I knew of. So I was like, maybe I just know the name. Yeah. She's very famous. (laughs) Okay. Well, not famous enough for me. She's so unfamous (laughs) that I will be calling her by her character's name. (laughs) What do you mean? She was in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Oh, I have been wanting to see that, but I haven't. Wait, is that the sec? That's the second one. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Who's kidding? I think she's she's actually like a like a model. So oh, okay, well that's why I wouldn't know who that is then. Yeah, but she's like famous for being a model. Like, okay, okay. I don't know. Um, so Tristan like goes to her house at night and throws rocks, and she sort of like is nice but kind of rejects it. She's like, is it's sort of a weird relationship. Like, she kind of manipulates it. Like, she definitely uses him for stuff. Like, she like will cut in line at the store to pick up stuff. And um, that leads to him getting fired. So then after that night, he goes, oh, and she has a guy who she likes, whose name is Humphrey, played by Henry Cavill, who is basically his like facial hair and other regular hair is like, it looks just like Wesley from Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they were doing it on purpose or what. I, I was thinking the same thing, but then how dare they disrespect Wesley like that? Um, but I thought it was funny because I feel like usually the sort of doofy guy would be named Humphrey and the like, you know, the hot guy would be named Tristan. But like, <laughs> this I don't know. I like, kind of thought it was like Humphrey Pish Posh, Humphrey Bogart. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So after he gets fired, he, you know, goes to her house again at night and he like has a whole romantic gesture that he's going to do. And he has a picnic and he buys her, buys champagne and like they have a nice thing. And she's basically like, I was like, what is their relationship? Like, it was so weird. And, but, um, and she basically is like, oh yes, Humphrey is off in this other city and he's going to get me a ring and propose to me on my birthday. And he's talking about how he wants to travel. And he's like, I would do this and that to anything for your hand in marriage. And then, let's see. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, he's saying that he would do all this stuff for her. And then we cut to an, an, a new place. There's an old man in bed on his deathbed. And he's basically trying to get his sons to kill each other because one of them has to be <laughs> king. <laughs> This whole thing is so funny because there's seven brothers and apparently there's four left the, right now. Yeah, the the family tradition is that the sons have to kill each other until there's one remaining. And the dad is mad. The king is mad because he's on his deathbed and there's still four left. And the king is like, I had 12 brothers. So we had to go nuke like 11 <laughs> of them or 12 of them, so- depending on how you're counting. One of the brothers who like makes a grand entrance, so I thought he was going to be more important. He comes in and he starts talking. I was like, "Wait, who is that?" And then I looked it up, and he is the the guy who voiced Prince Charming in Shrek, oh. in, like the Shrek movie. <laughs> that was him. And That's I, so funny. Sounds familiar. <laughs> so I thought he was going to be in it more, but then like basically a little thing happens and one of his brothers pushes him out the window. So then there's only three brothers left. You can tell that the dad was trying to get rid of that one. Cause he's like, Oh, you should go look over there. And then he basically yeah. just motions to the other brothers to push him off. The cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then he's like, well, they're not going to kill each other. I'm going to do something else. So he basically has like a Ruby that he makes it, 
fly away and whoever has to whoever gets it gets to be king mm-hmm. but and the ruby turns like a diamond because he says like whoever um is able to like retrieve it will have like the king's blood and then the ruby will turn oh, back to red. oh oh okay that makes sense and he also at this point asks about his daughter whose name is una and everyone's like no we know where she's at so yes there's so there's a missing princess mm-hmm. um so he throws the star out and then or he throws the ruby out and then i guess it hits a star which causes a shooting star and then we are back to the picnic with tristan and victoria and he tells her that he'll get he's going to go get her that shooting star and they make a deal that if he brings her the star um she'll marry him instead of humphrey by her birthday to create kind of a time crunch. Yes, by her birthday. So he has a week. Um, and then we go to some other characters. Who's, there's Michelle Pfeiffer, and she has two sisters who I was trying to look it up. I thought that one of them might have been Professor Sprout, but I don't know. I don't know that for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> a whole galaxy of stars in this. Um <laughs> <laughs> they are the stars. Oh, so would along. you would you say would you say a a heavy dusting of stars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they're all like really, they're all old, like they're all like young people in old makeup, but they're all old, and so they want the star because I think, like, they can use the the star to basically get look young again mm-hmm. so and i have to say that all of this after just watching hocus pocus since halloween passed i was like this is all very familiar with tropes <laughs> so one of the three sisters like so it was funny because like michelle pfeiffer sees the the shooting star go by and she's like oh, perfect we must get it but i was like isn't this like like what your whole life is about basically is like getting this so you can go back to looking young and beautiful and yet like if you'd just been inside or been like facing the other way you would have even seen this like it just seems like they should have a better system for knowing what stars (laughs) are coming by is all i'm saying um so one of the sisters they're like one of us has to go get it and it ends up being michelle pfeiffer and she uses the last of the star that is left and eats it. And then she becomes young again. And it was exactly like Melisandre in game of Thrones. Um, but I won't say anything else since you haven't seen that. Have um, I not seen that far? <laughs> it's pretty far. Oh, I think I've seen that far. I think I've seen that far when she takes oh. off the necklace. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I've seen that. Okay. I was like, they, it's like that. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So then, Tristan is tr- trying to, you know, because he wants to go get the star. He's trying to get over the wall. And it's funny because he tries to do the exact same trick that his dad did, where he like pretends to walk away and then runs back. But like this time, like the old man's ready. And yeah, he's like, not- this old man is surprisingly agile. He is not aged today. <laughs> he's still no. like the same thousand, even though it's, I mean, I'm guessing, I don't know, 17 years later <laughs> or whatever. Um, so. 
he like basically like the old man like beats the shit out of him and he goes home and his father tells him the story of like how he met his mother and what happened and the world and his mom had left him a note with a thing in it called a Babylon candle, which is a candle that basically makes you teleport and you have to light it and think of a the place you want to go. Kind of um, like flu powder, but in candle form. Yes, yeah. Um, well, and you can do it from wherever. You don't have to be in a chimney. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's awesome. Yeah. So he does that, or he tries to use the candle to go to get to her, but then he accidentally thinks of Victoria. So then that leads him to the star, who is a girl. And at first, I kind of thought that, like... Um, that it was just going to be like some magical thing turned this star into like a flesh and blood girl, but she like knows she's a star, like, and that's not a plot point at all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 she's just a star. She's, she's like, that's what yeah, she is. I'm a star, yeah. <laughs> um, so he like literally physically slams into her, and then when he sort of, she sort of tells him that she's the star. He tries to kidnap her to bring her back. And I thought this was funny too, how it's like his dad just told him the story of like, Oh, your mom was this slave and she had this crazy chain. And then Tristan's like, that's awful. I'm going to do this exact same thing with this magic chain. And he does the same thing. I was like, that's so fucked up. You learn nothing. Yeah. So Um, Tristan has that extra piece of chain and he like locks it onto Claire Danes, the star of the show, literally and figuratively. Yes. Yes. Um, And the star also has the necklace because she's talking about how upset she is that someone threw this necklace at her. And yes, out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so funny because it's a diamond like that would probably weigh like two pounds, and she's on, it's on her neck like the whole time. <laughs> um, and then so... did we also mention that the dad? Ge- so the dad gave him the the Babylon candle, the chain, and then the flower. Do we already say that? Yes, yes. Okay. He had the flower, which he was like, "It'll." Do you say it'll protect you or it'll bring you luck? Um, he said something. I, I think he said it'll bring you luck or something. So it'll bring like you that luck. Because when the mom gave it to him, she didn't really mention anything. She just yeah. gave it to him. <laughs> um, so then then they're they're walking and, and she gets tired and Well she, can I also note that this chaining thing <laughs> made me laugh because I was like, Could you imagine if your fiance brought some like chained girl back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what she says. Yeah. That she says like, oh yeah, I'm sure she'll love that. Bring a kidnapped woman. (laughs) Right. They they acknowledge how awkward this all is. How wrong this all is. Well, also like if I was that, if I was Victoria, I would have been like, you could have just found some random girl. Like this means nothing to me. But so. So yeah, so she they're walking, she gets tired and she can't go anymore. So he's like, I'll go get some food and he ties her to a tree with the magic chain. And but then a unicorn comes and it cuts the chain and she is free. And she Unicorns rides are always like it. the most magical creature of any magic world. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um I also want to note there's a lot of funny jokes that um she's tired during the day because Oh yeah, she she's like does, I'm never she works up this at night. Late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she works nights. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer 
tries to basically set a trap for her. Um, so she she basically uses magic to make a pretend in, so that she'll you know the star girl will like ride, go into it and then she can get her. But every time she uses magic, it like makes her a little bit older. Um, and so you'll see like like she ages a little bit when she uses magic. So. I thought that was so funny because I was like the amount of magic she's doing and the an amount that she's aging, like yeah, yeah, proportionally she's like, I just to her made sisters a and building out of nothing. Like they would all be dead already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and then it is interesting. the The witch does change a man into a goat, which is pretty funny. And then are you going to talk about how he changes the goat into a man and the man into a woman in the, and he's yeah, really excited yeah. about the boobs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I'll let so you get she, there. She, um, well, yeah. So that was the first time she used magic and got a little older was she had a cart that was being pulled by one goat. And then she comes across a guy and she turns him into a goat. So then she has two goats pulling her cart Two goats is better than one. Yes. And then when they get to the inn, she turns that most recent goat into into a like young pretty girl. And he was like like a young guy before. And so he's like obviously looking down at his new boobs. I was like, this is just like when Fred was in Daphne's body. <laughs> I mean, you um, can't blame them. Like that would be very and the confusing. Other, the other guy gets turned into or the other goat gets turned into a man and i think that goat was just a goat because of the way he was acting his name's billy uh, yes he notice, was just a goat <laughs> do you notice he well i thought maybe it was possible i thought maybe like that had also been a person she kidnapped to turn into a goat no 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 she had her cart and then she was asking him to buy his goat remember like the the mom or the wife was like yelling at him to go sell the goat oh and she was like oh i'll buy the goat off you and then he saw her cart and he was like well that goat's not gonna pull the cart it's not big enough and she was like you're right and then she made him oh the goat too. <laughs> okay um did you notice who the goat in human form was played by mr weasley i recognized him but i didn't know i didn't make the the full leap there. there are so <laughs> many stars in this movie that you knew about and so many that you didn't. <laughs> There's extras. There's um, extras thrown in. Yes. So the so yeah, so so the star girl is is at the inn and it's so weird. Like she'll fight for like gives her a bath and she's like, Do you want a massage? <laughs> and, she's, and so she offers to give her a massage and she's I guess just trying to get her to lay down so she can cut out her heart because that's the well, part she, that they need. That she, she wants needs. her to start glowing, so that's why they did like the bath and everything. She can just oh, kill her because if the heart yes, is glowing, she, it's worth more. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Okay, but so yeah, that's so one she glows thing that, when she's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tristan is trying to find her, and he stumbles upon the carriage of one of the three brothers that's still alive <laughs> stumbles upon makes me crack up because what happens with tristan is he comes back to the tree and sees that she's missing and is like upset 
and he sits down and he falls asleep and then the stars talk to him and wake him up because they oh, know yeah. they're like go save that the star her. Go is save in danger sister. yeah yeah and they're like go get on that carriage that's running past right now and then he goes oh, to they run said, and get on it and you think he's gonna be so like courageous and just hop on all smooth and the carriage is full of the ghosts of the dead brother kings and the and it's being led by one of the princes and he goes to run and jump on the carriage but he literally just like t-bones it with his body yeah. and gets passed off yeah <laughs> yes he stumbled upon it <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a nice way of saying it so so he uh gives him a gives him a ride and they stop at the inn and um so then eventually like the prince is taking a bath and the witch the witch kills him and so now he's a ghost too well, um, and the, oh. the the guy is in the bath the whole time talking to the star who is Claire Danes, who her, her name is also Yvain. And she's wearing the diamond necklace thing that he's looking for. Yeah. But he's yeah. just like showing off and not paying attention. And all the ghosts are like, it's the star. It's the thing. It's the, and he's like not paying well, attention He's in at the all. bathtub and he's going, yes, it's like the biggest one anyone. Like he's like, yeah, he was awful. But, oh, I forgot to say before, actually, one of the other brothers got killed before by another brother. So that there was two left. And then the witch kills this blonde one. So there's only one left. But, um, but normally yes. he would be the winner, but now he also still needs to find the necklace. So, yes, yeah. So, she's you know she so, so she has killed him and she's trying to get to the girl to cut out her heart but then they get away by tristan uses the the babylon candle and he says think of home and so he thinks of his home and she thinks of her home so they end up somewhere in the middle like standing on clouds and then and Scott- the babylon candle only had one more use in it too so that means they're kind of toasted on their fast travel yes yeah and he had promised her that if she went to visit Victoria for him, that he would give her the rest of the Babylon candle so that she could go back home. So right. now there's no candle. Right. Um, so they're standing in the cloud and then some sky pirates capture them. And the sky pirates are captained by Robert De Niro. No idea he was in this movie, even though you might have <laughs> mentioned it before and I just forgot. <laughs> Yeah, he plays Captain Shakespeare. Um, oh. He has an affinity for London, apparently. Yes. And uh, his he and his crew catch lightning. And then sell it. Mm-hmm. And that's how they make their booty. Um, but wait, so so um, at so then at one point, like Michelle Pfeiffer calls her sisters to be like, oh shit, like I lost her and I'm getting old, my hair's falling out. And um, they tell her that she's being followed by a prince who is the the last brother. And I was like, while we're watching this, I was like, why don't they just work together? Because they could capture her together. She could take the heart. He could take the, the ruby. Everybody gets what they want. <laughs> but <laughs> they... Uh, because they, you know that once you get the ruby, you also want eternal life. So... Well... I don't know. They could have worked something out. I'm just saying these two villains could have worked together to become a super villain. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so the pirates are asking them where they're from. 
And when Robert De Niro finds out that he's that they're from like the regular world, he's like he he like pretends to yell and he pretends to to throw Tristan off the boat and then he grabs the girl and he drags her to the the his cabin. He's like, Don't interrupt me for at least two hours. She's yelling and you're like, Oh no, but then you go in there and Tristan's standing there and it was all a ruse because he I wasn't sure about this. So is he, he he just likes London or is he from there or something? No, he likes the idea of it because he's from the magical world. So he wants to know like London, London. Oh, it's so like, it's it, like it us would, wanting to go to yes. Hogwarts. Okay. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so yeah. So when she he finds that out, he like wants to help them. And he's like, so he basically wants to give them makeovers. He's like a gay guy, basically, in this world. And it's so funny. So he, he, first he gives them different outfits and he has like this whole wardrobe with all these clothes. And then he he cuts Tristan's hair. So he gives Tristan a video game haircut, which is when you go in with short hair and you leave with longer hair if that's the hairstyle (laughs) you wanted. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's like what how I thought bangs or no bangs worked when I was a kid. I think it's how most kids think. That's what it's no like in works. a video game. Like you can go in with like short hair and like no beard, and you can be like you can come out with like a full beard and like long hair and a ponytail or something <laughs> like that. Like so, I was like, oh, it's like in a video game. But he does his hair, and he basically makes him look like a lot better. Um. Okay, and then they dock, I guess, to go sell their lightning and the person who's like the buyer is fucking ricky gervais i was like yes, what? Ricky yes. Gervais? i was trying to see through all the makeup i was like is that really him but it, yeah i mean the voice is pretty like yeah that totally gives it away and the yeah mouth. yeah um and they have like a nice moment where ricky gervais is like you know we had about a full star it wasn't that that wonky but you know that was really good that was a really good english <laughs> accent I'm sure all of england is happy with that <laughs> i don't think we have any english listeners um, um you mean not who speak english or <laughs> um so and and they're like he's like do you know anything about it and he like has a moment where you're like oh no is he gonna sell her out but then he doesn't and he's like bonding with them. He teaches Trist. Oh, he pretends like he tells the crew that Tristan's his nephew, and that the girl's a gift to his nephew. And he's teaching her how to like dance and be like a human girl. And he teaches Tristan how to sword fight. Um, and they're like fa- hanging out all the time and falling in love. And she's like glowing because she's happy. Uh, and then they, oh, they leave the they leave the pirate ship. They're trying to get back to Wall. So he takes them safely to like a path. Okay. And okay. he's like, okay, if you follow this path, you'll you'll be to Wall. Um, okay. The issue is when they see their first sign, they're 60 miles away and they have to be there by tomorrow for Victoria's right. birthday. Right, right. I know. Yeah, it was. I was actually at this point. I was like, "How long has it been?" Because I, I did have a moment where I was like, "Did his hair grow?" Like, because they had that montage of like sword training. So I was like, "How long has it been? Hasn't it been more than a week?" But then she was like, "You've got to get back. Victoria's birthday is tomorrow." Well, and it's funny when when the when Robert De Niro drops them off at the path. 
they just say, you know, he says, like, I can't thank you enough. Like, you know, how could I ever repay you? And he's like, don't mention it. And then he's like, no, literally don't mention it because I worked really hard on my reputation and I don't want anyone to know (laughs) that I'm actually a really nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) So after they leave, I I don't remember how, but the... the prince knew, the last prince knew that they were on that ship. So he and his group board it. And Well, yeah, he catches up to, like, Rick, Ricky Gervais. Oh, and yes. And he talks to Ricky Gervais, because Ricky Gervais is, like, a traitor. And so he's, like, like not a traitor. He's a traitor. And traitor, is, like, yeah. if this has come through your shop, let me know. Um, and then he kills him. Um, but anyway, he ends up on Robert De Niro's ship, and this is a very funny scene. Yes, it's a really funny scene. So they board, and Robert De Niro is thinking he's having private time, and so he has like put on a woman's dress and did a little bit of makeup, and he's like dancing around, and they're playing the can can while there's like sword fights happening out there, and then the prince sort of walks in on that happening, and then there's it's like pretty cool that basically all the pirates are like yeah we're pirates we're way better at fighting than you random guys so they like (laughs) totally take them down and and then they they walk in and they um save the captain from he was like the 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 prince was like maybe gonna kill him they save him and the prince jumps out the off the ship and but and Robert De Niro's like really sad because they're like he's like no my reputation, um, and they're like because he's like literally in a dress and they're like oh he's in we like, like a corset and undergarments yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a dress to me but oh no no it was it was like what would go under a dress which is why okay. it's like even more funny like he's basically in like ladies underwear so and they're like oh we like knew you were gay well no, what they say is. It's okay, Captain. We always knew you were a whoopsie. <laughs> but so they're like, they but you're still our captain. It's really cute. It is very cute. Oh, and then they run. The, Tristan, meanwhile, Tristan and Star Girl are on the path, and they run into the woman who, who has his mom, who has currently been transformed into a bird. And she basically wants to trade and he gives her that flower that he has that was given to him for luck. Yeah. And so he turns him into to, a mouse. He's trying to trade her for a ride to wall. Cause she has like a, that caravan where he was actually um, unbeknownst conceived. to him. Yeah. Conceived. <laughs> and the interesting thing is that the witch, this witch who basically owns his mother, um, ran into our Michelle Pfeiffer witch and actually gave her something that like was like truth serum and so Michelle Pfeiffer witch spilled all her guts about like oh there's a fallen star and I'm going to find her and then realizes like I don't want to tell you this because um obviously then like, you're going to try and get that it. secret information and then she yeah. realizes that she gave her truth serum and she curses this witch so that she could not see nor hear nor touch the star. So yes. Claire Danes is sitting there like, why can't this chick see me? She's she d- like it trying takes a to while for her to realize. She had turned Tristan into a mouse. And we learned that the star, or not the star, the um, the little flower that he had is what was like, it was basically like making Protection. it so that no one could turn turn him into stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then while he's in mouse form, she thinks that he's just like a mouse. So she tells him that she loves him. Uh, And then when afterwards, when he, oh, oh, I thought this was funny. So let me go back. So um, he like is like when he's trying to, you know, get, get the ride from her, he's like safe passes. And she's like, I promise you will arrive in the exact form that you're in. And then she turns him into a mouse. But then when she gets them there, she turns him back into a person. And I was yeah, like, I was like, what was the point? Kept, I was like, she kept her word. Like, <laughs> can't be that. It's like, why? Why though? I mean, I guess practically speaking, it's like, well, it made the load lighter. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that was definitely interesting, and it's funny because when she gets back to the market, she tells him, "When I change you back into a man, you're gonna be a little wobbly, and you know, yada yada." So he like tries to stand up and attack her, and he just like falls over limp. Yeah. Um, but and then you found out that he understood the whole time and he tells Claire Danes that he loves her too. And then they have sex and she's like glowing because she's so happy. It's really cute. Um, and then basically he goes because he's gonna like go give he cuts a piece of her hair and he's gonna go give it to Victoria and be like, Yeah, I actually literally did get the star, but I don't care about you. And he tells Which seems a guy like very petty for like all of the danger they seem to be in. I guess he doesn't. Does he really know what kind of danger they're in? I don't know. I don't think so. He Not sort of was really. stumbling kind through of the oblivious. whole thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think so. and he had that little protection flower, so it kind of didn't have to know. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and and because Claire Danes was still asleep, he tells a guy there. He's like, "If my friend gets up, can you tell her this or whatever?" and I don't remember exactly what was said, but basically the the way the the guy says probably what what he was told to say, but like he says it in a way that makes it sound like he was he left to go get Victoria because he loves Victoria. Yeah, he basically um, is like, tell her I love her and I'm going to see Victoria or something like that. And the message that got back to the star was he loves Victoria, so he peaced out early this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so. He... But this is important because we learned something. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. so so by the so he goes he gives um gives the hair to Victoria and it's a bag and she's like I don't want this it's stardust and I was like oh, that's the name of the movie yeah callback um and then that helps so then because of that he figures out like oh no if she crosses the wall she's gonna like turn into dust so he's like sprinting back to the wall I think he might have gotten a horse. Um, he's trying to get back to the wall to stop her and she's like walking towards it and but then the the mother like happens to see that this is happening and she just in time like stops her from crossing the wall and and then um, the witch comes upon them and yeah, she- the mother figures out like what's going on when she sees the girl walk through the like market but she can't hear her and then because she's chained to the caravan she can't get to her and so because she's chained to the caravan, she just steals the caravan. <laughs> yeah. And so um, you have, like, the prince and the caravan and the witch and Tristan are all running to the same spot on the wall to stop Claire Danes. All for yes, different yes. reasons. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, witch. Yes. Kills, yeah. kills mom slave witch. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, she's got some names down. Actually, I think her name was Sal or something like that. She had like a funny name. Uh, like, I have like no Frank idea. Like Frankfurter Sal or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Swampy Sal. It was something weird. Um, so she kills that witch and then takes the, the poor mom is free for like 10.2 seconds. Yeah. And then takes her as a slave again. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they're at her little like lair castle or whatever. And she's about, she's like, wants to like, you know, do the thing to cut out her heart, the star's heart. Um, but the prince comes in and they kind of, and they fight. And there's like a moment when he sees the mom and he's like, oh my God, so-and-so, I forget her name, but like, you're like, oh, that was his missing sister. She really was a princess. She oh, wait, can we, can we pause really quick? I found what? her name. I found the witch's name. She shows up quite often in this movie too. Her name was Ditchwater Sal. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was worth it. Um, The other thing is when Ditchwater Sal is killed, Tristan grabs the protection flower again. So he now at least has the protection flower. Yes. Um, And then so yeah, so he like noticed that that was missing sister, but then he's he's fighting with the uh, with the witch and she like kind of cheats and uses a voodoo doll to kill him and it's like kind of an awful way to like she like dra- basically drops the voodoo doll in water and drowns him well and breaks a bunch of his bones first too which is pretty oh, brutal. yeah yes i was like okay not a kid's movie between the two bone scenes and <laughs> this violent death like <laughs> <laughs> um so and then like Tristan is there and his mom tells him like oh I'm your mother and then there's like a really goofy sword fighting scene where even though the prince's body is dead or the prince is dead she's like Michelle Pfeiffer's like using the voodoo doll to make him sword fight Tristan (laughs) and it's so funny because all of the brothers who are ghosts are just sitting there watching they're like going like yeah they're like (laughs) little like audience it's so funny and like and the, the, and the one that died in the bathtub is naked so it's kind of funny yes too. yeah and the so the one who had just been drowned they all look at him and he's like what like this isn't my choice i'm not fighting like <laughs> i'm dead right now <laughs> um so then she then like tristan gets up to the girl and the witch has a moment where she like pretends to let them go and she's like What's it? My sisters are dead. Oh, because like the prince, the prince had killed, or did they? I don't know. Tristan killed one the of the prince sisters by letting all the animals one. out. And the Tristan prince killed, killed the prince killed witch number one, and then Tristan killed witch number two by letting all the animals out. And like when we say all the animals, this it's entire time, the time animals. Yeah. Well, the entire time that they were. Um, communicating with Michelle Pfeiffer which while she was out on the road they were doing so by like oh here's an animal I'm going to cut him open and check his intestines to figure out where the star is oh here's an animal I'm going to cut out its heart oh here so they were just like killing all these poor innocent let's like like, cut up this ferret as a way of drawing straws to see who gets to go yeah exactly so they all attack so both those sisters are dead so she's like 
pretends to let she's like actually like she's gonna let them go she's like my sisters are dead what's the point and i was like oh that's so sweet i was really like oh my god that was she's like totally re- like redeeming like that well, she that, like and she was an sisters. incredibly good swordsman <laughs> yeah i know i was like that would be hard to do on a doll <laughs> um and then and then then like basically she's like just kidding i don't care about them now i get the whole like heart and i can stay young and i don't have to share it with them um and then the star girl kills the witch by basically like she tells tristan to close his eyes and he does and it's it was like an indiana jones like don't look marion like and (laughs) he closes his eyes and she like basically makes herself shine so bright that like it makes her Michelle Pfeiffer, which violently explode. Like she's obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Um, Why didn't you do this before? Yeah. Well, and was, yeah, and she he says that. <laughs> yeah, he says, Why don't you do this before? And she's like, Oh, you can't do it if you have a broken heart. Um, or a star can't shine if it has a broken heart or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he picks up the diamond that it had like fallen off in the kerfuffle <laughs> and it turns red and it's like, whoa, he has like the blood because he has like the royal blood. So it's basically like, he's basically like, I am the captain now. I'm the <laughs> king. <laughs> he gets, and he gets crowned king and they're together forever. They're at his little crowning ceremony. And it's so funny because Victoria and Humphrey are there. And I was like, why would he invite them? And I guess that also means that is that like he, petty. That is a petty queen move. Well, I guess he brought the two, the two kingdoms together. Maybe I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, th- I think I was that like, was like the insinuation. And there's also like a funny moment where um, the the you know the gay Captain Shakespeare like winks at Humphrey, and Humphrey kind of winks back. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Um, and then. Gandalf says that basically everything is great and they were together forever and then they both had children, grandchildren, and then they both turned into stars and it's happily ever after. Yeah, the mom gave them a Babylon candle. I don't know where she kept whipping these out, but the mom found another Babylon candle and gave that to them so that when they decided their time on Earth was done, they could uh, take off to the heavens. Yes. Yeah, and end of movie. Happy ending. It all works out. Yes. It was it's definitely an adult fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Andrea. So wait, do you have any do you have any fun facts, any deaths or anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. This isn't the omen. <laughs> was There's nothing was, crazy. Was Sienna Miller exploded like Michelle Pfeiffer? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was created in a time and place where very dangerous things on set were not made to happen. <laughs> the it was much more lighthearted. Uh, the lightning capture was not real. <laughs> oh, um, I just wanted to believe that it could be. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I mean, I'm sad to see that a Stardust 2 was talked about and decided no. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I just want to see the prequel called Sky Pirates. <laughs> it's just about <laughs> You just want a spin-off. I just want more Sky Pirates. 
<laughs> and more um, Robert De Niro. Yeah, it could be called Captain. light. It could be called lightning rods. Get it? <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds like the name of the space pirate gay club. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Um, so. so, what, Andrea, did you think of this movie? Was this a, I'll never get this time back, a, I was entertained, or a, I would tell other people to just watch it? Um, I would say I was definitely entertained, and I wouldn't give it a universal, I would tell other people to just watch it, but I would definitely tell some people. Like, for example, I might tell my sister to watch it, but probably not my dad. Like, I'm not, <laughs> because it's like, it is very, like, a little romance, but it's, like, super cute. I definitely enjoyed it. I feel um, like your dad would think it was funny. I think my dad, I, I like, I literally true, think we rented this at Hollywood Video back when that was a thing. My or dad maybe on, like, probably Comcast. like the, uh, the ghost. Robert De Niro. The ghost brothers. See, oh, and see, my Ro- dad, oh, my God, you're right. My dad would like Robert De Niro, too. My dad thought Robert De Niro was funny. That's true. My dad would get a kick out of that. Okay, I guess I'll give it a straight. Just watch it. <laughs> Although I don't know if I would necessarily stand watch it again. If it, if, no, no, if no, it was no. just I, on, I might. But it is very long. It is very long. <laughs> and oh. then uh, that's what I was saying. Like, well, the omen still like delivers for me. Maybe if we watched it at night in the dark, I'd have been happier. But this one, I was like, oh, now that I know all the twists and turns, it's not like as exciting. So maybe we just ruined it for everyone who's listening. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there really are a lot. There is a lot of crazy stuff. Honestly, like the biggest kick I got out of it was just like there were so many famous people that just kept popping up, and you'd be like, "What the heck is that? Richard? Is that Ricky Gervais? Is that this person? Is that that person?" Like it was so <laughs> random. You're on Google. All right, are you ready to find out what you're going to be watching next time? Gimme, gimme, gimme! I I am also <laughs> picking a movie that is. Dusted with stars, if you will. Uh, <laughs> we, we will be watching Anaconda. Oh my god. There are stars in that movie? Yes. If you don't know, oh. don't don't look it up. I won't look it up. Oh my god. Okay. I, th- <laughs> I, I know. I was I was like, should I try and pick one that because I liked I liked this one, but should I try and pick something nice? But I was like I think she's going to get a kick out of it. <laughs> and there are a lot of famous people. So it kind of is like a good, like, there's like, there, like, I, I, I don't like, there's a group of people, of famous people that are put together in this movie that just don't make any sense. And that's what makes it so special. <laughs> so don't look it up. And also it's easy again, because it's on Netflix. Like cats. That's why. <laughs> a group of people. Why, who should never have put it together. That's why that's the other reason I went to jump on this one because it always goes on and off Netflix. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, we better catch it while it's here. <laughs> I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I will say that when I was a kid, we did have a ball python. So I'm not really what? afraid of snakes. Um, but if I saw like a big ass snake, like a ball, like one of those like 18 foot pythons in the wild, I'd be freaked out. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really had uh, any interaction with snakes i would say so i don't know or if python, I, would be I mean it was like teeny tiny like i was a little kid and i could hold it in my two hands Aww. like it was like a little baby that actually just- <laughs> when, you, when you said like 
<laughs> when you said python i was for sure thinking it was like as thick as like a water bottle <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it would have gotten that thick but he liked to sneak out of his cage all the damn time um and then he would scare the shit out of whoever was in like the kitchen he'd hide under like the dishwasher because it was warm oh and we'd be God. looking for spike because he'd like have managed to get out of the cage again his name was spike and- Mm-hmm. It's adorable. <laughs> did you have other pets with it? Like, did you have a dog at the time? Um, I, I wonder if I they. Had... I was curious if they got along. I don't think yet. I don't think yet. My brother had firebelly toads. Um, w- my dad owned a part of a pet shop for a little while. Oh. <laughs> and so we had some very interesting animals. I got a bunny rabbit. I had a white, a white albino bunny rabbit with like the red eyes, like a magic bunny rabbit. Oh, um, fetch the holy hand grenade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we had like a few weird animals. And then my like second rabbit was like evil. And the reason my dad <laughs> brought him home was because he was beating up the other guinea pigs in the enclosure. And I was like, that's the, that's the bunny you give me? I'm like, I want a sweet, sweet little bunny that I can like, hold and pet. And he just He's wants like, to this kill me. A, this is aggressive. I'll bring it home to my daughter. <laughs> he literally he literally was the white rabbit from the Holy Grail. Like, it that just is like, so funny. He was so aggressive. Like, my parents would be so mad because I wouldn't clean his cage. And my dad made, like, this big bunny hutch from outside. But if you stuck your arm in there to start cleaning it, he would attack you. <laughs> and if you think that rabbits don't make noises they do they're <laughs> scary they're very mean i can't believe i did not know about you and the rabbit chronicles this is amazing i also would get very sad when we would feed they're called pinkies they're the mice that haven't even opened their eyes yet oh. that's what you feed oh and you feed the them snake. to the python oh, yes no. and so they would put them in there and my brother and my dad would be like cheering on the snake and i would just go I'd go pussing Oh, like poor, poor thing. But I was oh. like four, so the poor thing, and I had no teeth. <laughs> Can you a Matilda picture? Oh, <laughs> yes, no teeth at all. <laughs> oh my gosh! So on that happy note, <laughs> yes, anaconda. I'm so all right, excited exciting. for you to watch this. Also, every time I hear the word anaconda, I just think of Baby Got Back. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and I want to break out in song, but I will spare all of us. Um, thank you. Well, I save it for the next episode. Yes, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, send us an email. I don't think we've gotten Do you want any to email recommend- us a uh, yes a um, movie suggestion. Just watch it podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, so. and if you're not following us on Instagram already, that's also just watch it pod on Instagram and you'll see that's some Andrea. premium content on there. Yeah. yeah, you'll see Andrea and Lorraine children photos, old Halloween costumes, dog Pictures photos. Of dog. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the dogs are obviously the most popular. Those ones but, yeah. <laughs> they they always are. Uh, <laughs> even on my personal page, I'm like, oh, I look really cute. 30 likes put up anything of trooper looking like an idiot it's like 85 that's rude guys (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you so much thank you for your time today andrea Mm -hmm. i was able to carve out (laughs) some time 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrea Tomlinson. And this was Just Watch It. <laughs>